Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We are back. Bashamania episode 140, I believe. But we're kind of, I think we're gonna dub today Corby Mania. Because this this is like your show today. I'm along for the ride because I'm not a big high school wrestling follower, but obviously being a big college wrestling fan and a big senior level fan, this is where the this is where I think you can increase your fandom because you can start watching these guys younger and younger. And I think now what I was just about to tell you before we started was now that you can follow these kids on social media it adds another element where you can follow their careers a little bit easier. So I'm excited to dive into this super 32 preview real quick. Before we do, this show is brought to you by our friends at attack ATAC amazing app. Corby, I don't know if you're on there. I I dabble with it. It is. So this, this app is really geared towards high level training. Like it's not just some casual little app that might help you. Like you can become really, really good. Like when I wrestled, wrestled when I was younger, I wish there was an app like this where you had a training coach, a fitness coach, a mental coach, and you've got Reese Humphrey, Jordan Burroughs, Sarah Hildebrandt, all these successful wrestlers giving you their golden nuggets. We didn't have that back when we were wrestling younger. So I love attack, love everything they're doing. Go and download the attack in the Apple app store. It's attack ATAC. You can follow them on social. They're attack.app, ATAC.app. They're, they're training their, their Instagram bio, which I think says it perfectly, is they're a training app for competitive athletes. Level up with AI, custom built programs for you to reach your goals and guided workouts to execute the plan. So love attack. Thankful for them sponsoring the show, bringing the show to you guys. Attack is where it's at. All right, Corby super 32 is this weekend. And I know you are pumped. I am so pumped. Um, I'm leaving actually tomorrow morning, bright and early. I've, uh, I'm heading down to Campbell. I'm going to do a visit to Campbell as well as watch uh, the wrestle offs on, or like they call the inner squad. Yeah. Saturday morning, 1130 outdoors. It's homecoming weekend for the football game. So I'm actually going to commentate the event for them. And then from there, it's like 85 miles to super 32. Um, right. Kind of why we're doing the show, you know, um, Willie, you know, Willie's we're all a little bit different, right? I'm hyper <laughs> can never, I can never, I can never sit down. I've got to always be going right. Willie, you know, doesn't like to admit it probably, but Willie's got some anxiety, right? So he's got some anxiety about nine o'clock last night. I get a phone call. We're, we're due to leave 
tomorrow morning, 4, 430 to drive. Yeah. Right. He's seeding this for days. He's got to seed this thing. Right. Elementary, middle school, high school, seeded it all. So now he's got to get there for weight changes and stuff. They weigh in Friday. Last night, about nine o'clock, he calls me. Hey, hey. You want to just take off tomorrow after the show? You know, I could tell he's, I'm like, I'm like, for what? What's the matter? You know, I just want to get there, man. I just want to get there. I could tell his anxiety, like, you know, hey, we leave Friday. He's, his mind's going, right? Flat tire. We don't get, the, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no, we're going to leave. You know, let me see, you know, 11 o'clock, he texts me. Hey, what are we going to, I said, we're going to leave Friday. We're going to stick with the plan. 1 a.m. I wake up, go to the bathroom. You know, I wake up early, 4.30. I wake up, look yeah. at my phone. 1 a.m. Text from Willie. Hey, I'm getting on a plane in the morning, no show. <laughs> so he he books a flight. He takes off this morning. He's already down there, probably eating and drinking some buds somewhere. I so um I get that because I do that for different purposes, but like same kind of idea. I do that for NCAAs in the open, which is mm -hmm. like the last couple of years, obviously not 2020, but previously, I'd all of a sudden want to leave like I'd have a flight Wednesday. I'd want to get out there Tuesday. I want to get with people. I want to see people. If I'm cranking out content, I want to get there early. And then some of these times, it's so funny because I almost always leave a day early, end up changing my flight. And like US Open, um, NCAAs, they all end Saturday night. So I always book a flight home Monday. Well, then you're talking to everybody Saturday and everybody's heading out first thing Sunday. And it's like, all right, what am I staying for? And I leave a day early. So I right. do get that. Like, all right, get there early. I was laughing this morning. You texted me and you're like, we got to do a show. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I don't follow high school wrestling, but this, this was a good excuse for you to be able to do a show. And I'm excited to kind of learn more. I think this is a good way to dive deeper into maybe starting to follow high school wrestling more. And going back to the social media thing, like you're following kids like Bo Bassett, an eighth grader. He's already all over social media and people can think what they want, good or bad about that. But one thing's very clear. It makes it easier to follow somebody's career. You go to their Twitter, their Instagram, whatever. And man, it's, it's pretty easy to see um, what they're up to, where they're going to be competing, all that stuff. So I'm excited. Definitely. This is definitely yeah, I mean Corby mania though today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, years ago, you're right. I mean, you had look at a bracket, right? Or, you know, 10 years ago, you saw a kid's name and that was it. It was hard to get to know him, get to follow him, right? Because you didn't feel like you knew him, right? And some of these kids, you know, you're on, like you said, you can get on their social media as fans. People can see them. You kind of get to know them a little bit. It's easier to follow them, right? And it's easier for them to build a brand as well. So it's neat. But yeah, for college fans, you know, I think this weekend, it's starting to get fall some places colder than others um it's going to be live on flow wrestling you know if you can't get to the early rounds um you know saturday afternoon um you know evening you'll have quarters you'll get semis and finals all these kids are going to end up these kids are going to be the kids you're seeing get recruited to your colleges right it's good to hey you know you don't have to watch it all the time but hey it's a good weekend you're hungry for wrestling college season starts in a couple of weeks you sit down, maybe watch the semis, the finals, the quarters. These kids are going to be kids that you will see on your rosters as college fans down the road. So it's very interesting. This field is, I mean, every single weight class has over 50-some percent of the 
25 ranked kids in the field. Some have 20, some rank, I mean, 120 pounds have 23 of the 25 ranked kids in the country. Um, it's nuts. It's, in, it's, it, it really is. It's, it's the, the best high school tournament. I mean, you're going to have the brackets are going to start in the round at 256. I mean, it's, <laughs> so I mean, seriously, I right? know. it's, it's nuts. And the, it's crazy. The wild thing for me, and I'm assuming flow will have the alerts. Cause for me, mm-hmm. what I like doing is for not following as much as other people, I'll, I'll tune in like Cody Chittum. I want to see what he's doing, put mm-hmm. on the alerts for him. And at least if nothing else, start following, like, some kids are just so freaking exciting to watch. And like you said, you know, I, I especially with Chenzo now at Stanford and like I'm watching him recruit kids and I'm watching these kids and I'm looking these kids up to seeing who they are. You know, like Nico Provo, he signs to he flips, goes to, to Stanford and I start following him. I don't want to watch his career. I want to see the progression. I want to see. So it's super cool. A tournament like this, like you said, when you have. 22, 23 of 25 ranked kids. That's just nuts because you're seeing the best of the best and you get to follow them now, get to know them now and then follow them all through college. You can watch them longer. Without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, I just want to, we'll just kind of go through a little bit, like, you know, some of the weights, uh, some of the top kids that are there, um, you know, guys that I think, you know, I, I, I made picks out to the top eight guys and then maybe a guy that, you know, could sneak in there that, you know, a, probably a ranked guy because it's so deep in the field, but a guy that could, that maybe I think can place that I didn't pick the place. Sure. So already we've had a lot of guys moving. We've had a lot of guys pulling out with football, a lot of guys pulling out with, you know, injuries, not being able to train with enough with visits and stuff like that. You know, last year with COVID kids not being able to take as many visits, they've had to crunch stuff in, which has kind of hampered some training time when you're away Friday through Sunday, five weekends in a row, you know, hard to keep that training ready. Mm-hmm. So you had some guys drop. We just had Barrick Jordan, um, Ohio kid. He's at six. He just recently, maybe a couple hours ago, bumped up to 13. So starting with 106, Bo Bassett, right? Bo Bassett, we all know him, world champion. Um, he's going to be. Now, and here's, know, a, here's my first question for you. Uh-huh. How can he enter high school as an eighth grader? You're allowed to. You are? You're allowed. Yes. Yes. You're allowed to enter the Super 32 high school division as an eighth grader if you choose to, which happened many times in the past. Busiello did it. Many other guys have done it. Busiello had four going for his fifth as a senior, didn't win it. But yeah, so you can do that as an eighth grader, Yanni. Um, So many people have done it. Um, We've got number four, uh, Nate Desmond. We got number seven, Cooper Hilton. We got a young phenom. Who's uh, Sir Alex Sertz's trained? Who uh, Seth Mendoza was a Fargo champ, uh, Illinois kid. Um, Castillo out of out of Arizona. We got a kid named Louis Gill out of PA who was a state champion. Um, so Drew Ayala, um, all the way down to Edwin Sierra. I mean, we've got like like eighteen ranked kids or something like that in this weight class. This weight class is going to be saw, loaded. I did see too Anthony Knox jumped down to 106. Anthony Knox recently jumped down to 106. So he's in the mix now. Um it's kind of weird. I'm I'm wondering I man I I'm on the fence now. Um Knox is very physical. Um wrestled a lot of kids at a high level trains with Leo DeLuca. Um 
it'll be interesting. I think I still go Bassett. I think I still go. I think I still go Bassett over Knox in the finals there. But yeah, Knox came down, which is surprising to me. Knox is, you know, fairly big, but I think Knox wants a shot at Bassett, right? So, so Knox comes down. So I'm going to have Bassett. I'm going to have Knox, then Hilton, Ayala, Mendoza, Desmond, Van Hoven, who a kid that I like this Van Hoven kid. He's just now slid into the rankings. He's out of Virginia. He's a freshman, Chase Van Hoven. He's a lot of guys probably wouldn't have him placing in this tournament. I do. I think I was the only one out of Corey Haddad, Willie, me, and John Foster that had him placing. So, uh, and then Castillo out of Arizona rounds out that field for me. And is so, um, is Christian Forbes, he's committed to Oklahoma. Is he the only one in this weight that's committed right now to college? Forbes, yes. All the other guys are just little guys, right? Yeah. Um, no one's committed yet. Um, They're all freshmen and sophomores, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I like the – a kid that I look out to to maybe place in this bracket that I don't have place in is Adrian uh, DeJesus. He was a middle school runner-up. Uh, he's from New Jersey, so tough kid. Um, now that takes us to 13 where Barrett Jordan moves up. Anthony Knox moves down. Um you know, our top guy here is uh, is Vinny Kilkerry, right? PA kid, rumored maybe to be in Ohio State lean, hasn't nothing official yet, but that's kind of rumored. He's good friends with Rocco. So um, he's a returning champion. He's a Fargo third. Um, this kid's a real deal. We got Don Mendez. We got Kerbo, Ohio. Cole Hunt out of, Cole Hunt out of Georgia, who now Dominic Mendez – who's ranked third, recently committed to Cal Poly this okay. last week. Very, very good pickup for Cal Poly. I mean, you're getting a kid that could be a career 25. You're getting a kid that's a, you know, top three in his weight class. It's a very good pickup for Cal Poly. Cole Hunt, Cole Hunt's going to North Carolina, already signed. Um, he'll be a 25-pounder as well, need weight for them. They have Spencer Moore, who a lot of these kids are holding back. Spencer Moore, no, no, he reassigned. He he got he reassigned his grade. He he skipped the grade. Really? So instead of yeah, so Spencer Moore is at North Carolina right now, but as a freshman, should be a senior in high school. He's 17. He's probably going to start for them this year. So it's really interesting. Wow. So yeah, and so Cole Hunt's going to North Carolina. We talk about Knox went down. We got a Massachusetts kid named Tyler Knox who who's a Fargo. Um, I'm sorry, he was an NHSCA seventh. We've got Luke Lilladal, who was a cadet world silver, who, I mean, this is a high-level kid. He's going to be going to SEM now, transferring with his coach. We got Dragon O'Rein all the way down the list. Um, bunch of tough kids. Um, my picks here at this weight, um, this is a very deep weight, hard to pick. I got Mendez over Kilkery. I got Hunt. I got I – got, uh, Cal Peterson, a lot of guys probably won't have him. He's like a 20-some seed, ranked 22, just picked up a win at the night of conflict over Kohler. Good win, tough kid. Um, when he keeps wrestling through positions and doesn't give up on positions, he's unbelievable. Um, then I've got Jordan, Lilladal, and Orini. It's it's uh, Dragon, Dragon Orini. His brother is uh, at NC State. So that rounds out the field for me. A guy, Jax Forrest, a North Carolina kid named Jax Forrest. He's was a Fargo fourth. Um, it's a kid I 
don't have placing that, you know, I, I think could. Now we're going to go to the toughest, no doubt one, about it. One go ahead. Go ahead. One yep. more little, little comment is because people are listening to this podcast. If you know mm -hmm. Home Mat Advantage podcast, Sam Harris, yes. one of the co-hosts. Oh, yeah. He's also at 113. He's an eighth yep. grader. So it's going to be interesting to see. Like most people who follow wrestling media of some sort have seen mm -hmm. him. So if you want to see him on the mat, this is a great weekend to yeah. see at one of the best tournaments. My yeah, I you know what? That's that's my bad. I should have gave him a shout out. I saw him in here. It's interesting. I'm I'm really interested to see how he does, right? Yeah. I'm interested to see how he does against some of these guys I got placed in like sixth, seventh, eighth in the early rounds. If he picks one of those guys off. Wouldn't shock me one bit, yeah. right? It's just I don't know with the right with the depth of this tournament. It's you know some of these kids I may know. Hey, haven't been training enough. Some of these kids I may know are a little dinged up, and I'm worried. Yeah. Hey, they may not make. I mean, you got to put together five barn burner. I mean, you're gonna round a round of freaking sixty four, round of thirty two, sixteen, all the way down to quarter seven. I mean, you could have six in a row of barn burners, right? I mean, we're I gonna get ranked kids, so. You got to put them together back to back to back to back, right? So I like kids that are in, you know, better training situation than others. I know they have good training partners. They're grinding. They're tested. So, um, yeah, 120, man. 120's got about 23 kids of the top 20, 25 in the country. I mean, we got Nate Jezeroga, Cadet World Bronze, recent IO commit. I mean, bona fide number one. Wrestles everywhere. No need to be here besides the kid just loves to compete. Right. That's awesome. Like, that's that's, love that's the only goes everywhere, competes against yeah. everybody. 23 of the top 25 kids are here. A lot of number ones aren't. Does he need to be here? No. But the kid loves wrestling. He's showing up. I pick him to win it. I mean, I, I just don't see. Yeah, fields deep, but Nate just Nate's a surgeon. He goes out, does his thing, picks guys apart. Um, we got Joey Cruz, who he Oklahoma commit, who he just wrestled at, who's number one. Uh, we got Brock Mantonona kid great kid dad owns a jiu-jitsu gym out in california um kid goes really hard funky scrambler it'd be an, an interesting see how he fits into the weight we got Horwath out of michigan who was a returning champ we got aiden valencia fargo runner-up we got cal lords in who who's a fargo fourth in cadet trials i mean all the way down to i mean we got guys like dalton perry who I mean, I imagine you've heard the name trains yeah. with David Taylor, Dalton Perry. I mean, he's ranked down at 15 right now. He's a cadet trials fourth, Fargo seven. I mean, this is a deep, deep field. We got uh, Ninny out of New Jersey, who's tough. Um, Tyler Ferreira, state champ out of New York, who up from around your area. Kids looking at the Ivy yeah. Leagues. Um, his father coached Donnie Vinson growing up. So some ties there. He lives around the Binghamton area. Very, very tough kid who who I don't know that I have place in. And if I don't, I totally messed up. You're also um, starting to get, like, now that we're going up a couple of weights where kids are a little bit bigger and a little bit yeah. older, like you got five college committed kids here, Iowa, Oklahoma, Virginia, Navy, South Dakota State. You're starting to yeah. see now where the college fandom can come in and start watching some of these kids that are committed. A hundred percent. And guys, you can look, you know, regionally or where they go to school on, you know, yeah. guys that, you know, hey, these kids could maybe fit here, fit there. Yeah. Um, you know, a kid at 120 to look out for. I don't have placings. A kid named Maddie Lopes, Connecticut kid, goes to Blair Academy, sophomore, hammer. Um, I don't have him placing. It's a very deep weight, but it wouldn't shock me one bit if he did. 
Uh, I got Jezeroga win it. I got Valencia. I got Mantonona, Horworth, Cruz, Perry, Ben DeVino, and Campbell out of Ohio to round it out. This by far to me is the toughest weight. Um, whoever wins this weight's OW, I think it's Nate Jezeroga. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, a lot, a lot of tough kids in this weight. Uh, 126, moving on up, another one. A lot of kids here. One, two, three, four, five. I've got five kids again, six, seven, eight kids now that are that are committed, right? I got yeah. UNI, Oregon State, Illinois, Arizona State, Penn, right? We got Army, Columbia, Campbell. So we got kids all over the map here at this weight class. Um, I got Corey Land, uh, number two. He's a top-ranked kid here. He's going to UNI. We got Sergio Lemley, Indiana kid, wrestles up Mount Carmel in Illinois for Surtis. You got Gabe Wisenhunt going to Oregon State. Um, you got Vinny Robinson, who was a Fargo fifth. You got PJ Webster. PJ Duke. Are I'm you kidding for me? Him, New York, baby. Just saw PJ Duke last weekend training. Uh, Tyler Ferreira, Matty Lopes, PJ Duke. Zach Ryer, Avery Leonard, Tim Bova, all training in Yonkers at uh, at KD Train. Um, so went in there uh, last Saturday, 8 a.m., mimicking a, you know, 8 a.m. start for Super 32, have practice at 8 a.m. They were in there going. I got some footage, did some interviews. It was awesome to see the kids. P.J. Duke's a phenom, going to be really, really good. Been off the mat a little bit with some injuries here and there, getting back going. I expect some things out of P.J. Duke this weekend. Vince Buzakis, little Buzakis, is ranked 23rd. He's in this weight. Um, so there's a deep, deep, deep weight class. Guys that have been ranked in the past, Joe Fernow. Joe Fernow, Montini, Illinois kid, state champion, was as high as like 15 at one time in the country. Now he's an unranked kid. Um, so um, kid that I have placing in this weight, Evan Frost, moves from Louisiana to Iowa, going to Columbia. Um, just bumps into the rankings now. Kid that I have that I have placed in here. Um, I've got Lemley, Webster. I've got Frost all the way up at third. So some people would be shocked at that. I got Land four, Wisenhunt five. I got Duke six, Robinson seven, and Mogulian, New Jersey eight. Um, now a kid, Kyler Larkin. Uh, his you know his father was a stud. You know what I mean and. Uh, so he's going to Arizona State. He was a Fargo champion. I think a little better at freestyle than folk style. I don't have him placing here. Kid talented enough to win the weight, right? I don't have him placing, but he's talented enough to win the weight. That's how deep it is. So it wouldn't shock me to see him, you know. I just realized, here. too, I, I think I misspoke when I said that yeah. um, Navy at 120. I, I was pulling up the wrong spreadsheet. I had – Willie's rankings up. I don't think he'll be there, but I know people always correct me with little. No, mis- you were SDSU, Virginia, and Oklahoma and Iowa all okay. have commits at yeah. 20. It, yeah, yep. I was okay. I thought I might have no said problem. Navy. No, I, I don't think you did. And if you okay. did, hey, you know, hey, if they harp on us, you know what? Well, hey, how about this? It get won't show be the first do, time. <laughs> yeah, they, you know what they can, you know what they can do? They do can you know get that- their own show. I don't <laughs> I don't go on forums because I think no. they can be so toxic. Willie's but, a forum freak. But somebody sent me a screenshot that somebody uh-huh. was like bent out of shape 
about maybe the Bo Bartlett episode that I was having. Like, they're like, the host needs to talk less. This is a conversation. I am not a journalist having an interview show. Like, yes, I interview athletes and coaches and everybody, but it's a conversation. It's a dialogue. Like, it's just, I, I see some of these comments and I'm like, because you just said like, well, go start your own show. Like, go right. start a podcast. That'd be great. The sport would love more podcasts, more interviews, more different perspectives. Like, I couldn't believe when I saw that. I'm like, how dare I talk on my own podcast? <laughs> Are you yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. oh my gosh. Yeah, you need to you need to just like type the questions over to them and just be <laughs> right. sit there and you know you're not that good looking to just sit there. <laughs> it's like you, and like it, it's a podcast. You like right. you, and I'm obviously I could be so much better as a podcast host. I I do this for fun to help the sport, but it's like could you imagine telling Joe Rogan like Joe talk less like we want to hear Jordan Burroughs on your like it's a conversation. I'm not Joe Rogan right. obviously, but. Right. Yeah, the I get it. I totally get it. I'm the same way. I'm no professional. Sometimes, whatever you say, things or you, you know, it's it's not. Everybody thinks it's so easy, right? And it's you know, the first couple of times I did it, I was a little nervous, and then it's like I'm a talker, so like you, you just kind of, you know, you yeah. you get into it, and then you're a wrestling guy or the people that you're talking to, you have a connection with, so it's kind of easy to just roll, you know. Yeah, and I um, think like for like, and I would encourage anybody listening, like. This is the first time I've stayed behind the scenes for so long, as I know you have. Like, mm -hmm. this is me being out there more. So it's the first time I'm starting to do anything where it's like there's criticism. And it's very easy to get distracted because I'm like, what the hell does this person hate me for? Like, really? I can't mm -hmm. talk. But then I, I get different messages randomly from, like, David Carr. David Carr is one of the greatest people in the sport. And he'll randomly message me like, I just want you to know I love this podcast so much. If you ever stop doing it, I'm coming to your house, taking you down until you agree to keep doing it. Like you have some great people and that makes it all worthwhile. Like it's it, it, it really does. You're right. The people that reach out, the DMs or coaches, athletes, you know, not going to name them. Right. But like they reach out and it, hey, man, see what you're doing. Appreciate it. We like it. You know, so, yeah, you're right. It. it it makes you feel good. Right. But we do it for, we do it cause we love it. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I getting go, up at, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't go to I'm college for journalism. I didn't go to college period. Like I just have a marketing company, but all right. You're so right. where are we at? 132? 132. We've got 11 kids. Now we're starting to get here. Right. Yeah. 11, right. 11 kids committed. Okay. All the way down. We've got we got Hankin out of Colorado going to Northern Colorado. We got Jacob Frost, number 25, going to Columbia. We got Looker out of Ohio, number 19, going to Campbell. We got Matt Church going to Virginia Tech, number 18. We got Chase DeBlair going to Oregon State. We got Basil going to Army. Neffenegger going to Navy. Ninny going to North Carolina. Seltzer, Missouri. Bobzian, Wisconsin. And Buzakis. Ohio State. So Which we got a lot guys of all heard that over. Name. A lot of kids have heard that name. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that took a loss, right? He took a loss in Fargo to Emilio Yezagari. Emilio Yezagari is in this weight, okay? He's he's right four. He's in the weight. More than likely they see each other. Hope they do. I know that, you know, Nick Nick wants this one back. So um, it'll be interesting. Um, 
So anyway, we got Zorkas, Bobzi, and Yeze, Gary, uh, uh, Seltzer, Nitty, Neffenegger, um, Clark, Grayson Clark, Basile, the Blair, Vasquez. I mean, we're, this is loaded. Mac Church, all the way down to Cam Cantrabone, New York kid who you may be familiar with, was an yeah. NHSCA freshman champion. He's down at 24. Jordan, oh, we got another committed kid. I'm sorry, just yesterday. Ooh, could I say this? Never mind. I'm not going to say this. I don't know if it's been announced yet. Sorry. Sorry. Whoops. I was just looking at his name like, well, oh, should I? Oh, I don't know. Let me hold that one back. But anyway, the EIWA is going to be getting a kid out of New York. I don't know if he's announced yet, so I don't want to be talking, you know, and, and stealing the kid's thunder. But we are going to be getting one. Great kid. High-level kid. Just won the journeyman classic. So awesome kid. Anyway, um, great deep weight. A guy I could see placing that I don't have. Chase the Blair, Minnesota, going to Oregon State. They got a good one out there. Pendleton picked up a good one. Minnesota kid, um, expecting to be solid. I do not have him placing, but it wouldn't shock me if he if he did. Now, a lot of guys, you know, you go down uh Neffenegger is the sixth-ranked kid in this weight. I got him in the finals. I got Neffenegger making the finals against Buzakis, upsetting a couple guys. Um, He's a Navy I got, guy, right? Uh, Neffenegger's going yeah. to Navy. Yep, Ohio kid. Colat's got him. He'll do really well in that system. He's a hardworking kid. Uh, then I got uh, Seltzer going to Missouri. He's going to be third. I got Ninny Florida going to North Carolina, four. I got Emilio Yezagari, five. I got Frost, who's going to Columbia, six. I got Grayson Clark, who, I mean, I could see Grayson Clark staying in state, not committed yet, looking around. A lot of those Wisconsin kids like to, there was, you know, there was Wisconsin kids like some Iowa kids like to stay home. And then we got Bob Z and I got Bob Z and eighth, and he's committed to Wisconsin. Greco kid, um, more Greco than folk style, good at folk style, but really good at Greco. So that takes up to 138, 138 as well. I mean, we have a lot of, a lot of kids committed. I mean, we've got um, Gavin Drexler, Wisconsin, going to North Dakota State. We got Joey Fangaro, non-ranked, going to Rutgers. We got Joey Kangro, who's a state runner-up in Jersey, going to, going to Harvard, right? And then then we got we go up to Fedelin and last I had known Fedelin committed to Columbia. Um, Michael Jeffrey, California kid, is going to go to Virginia. Interesting kid, kid I like. A um, couple guys dropped out of the weight. Mendez, Mendez was looking for Swiderski, I believe. Swiderski decided to not go. Mendez, eh, yeah. goes everywhere. Why push it? He's not going. Hunter Mason pulled out. Um, so some guys have pulled out. We got Mantanone in there, Gilcher, Crook. Crook's a kid from Florida that I like. Cole Brower just committed to uh, Illinois, Moline, Illinois kid that I like, state champion, ranked 15. We got a kid just committed to Penn, Cross Wazalewski right here out of New Jersey, lives down by me. High-quality kid, goes to Del Barton. So this is a deep, deep weight class. Um, a guy I could see placing is Alex Almedia. He's a New Jersey guy. He was state third. He's going to Penn. I don't have him place him, but I could see him place. And I got Tyler Kasich winning this weight class. I got uh, Jeffrey getting second. I got Adams out of Nebraska. A lot of guys around this kid. He's a high-level kid. Joel Adams. 
Um, just did a not just did an unofficial at Rutgers a couple weekends ago. I saw him compete at Mob and Media Classic with um, you know Ashnall yeah. Deluca. They got Mob and Media. He was out for that. Um, I got Fedelin. No, I'm sorry, I don't. I've got Mantonona four, Crook five, Wazlewski six, Brower seven, Fedelin eight. So I got Fedelin, wow. who's actually the second ranked kid in this weight, sliding down to eight. Um, Wrestles a really square stance style, not a lot of offense, wins a lot of one-point matches, looks for go-behinds. Not that he's not offensive. He can be at times. I just haven't seen him put together enough matches in a row offensively to – I think he gets picked off maybe somewhere in there. And then, you know, I mean, heck, you get to this backside, man, you're going to be, you know – I mean, losing to – if you get picked off by the eighth and ninth ranked guy and you're third, that's – I mean, you know, it happens all the time in college, right? We see it. So um, that's an interesting weight class. Now, there's a guy you talked about here, Minnesota commit. Rumor is a lot of rumors out there right now. I'm going to talk this weekend. A lot of rumors um, that he could possibly, you know, do a do a gray shirt year, get up to Minnesota early, train with the RTC, do high school online. Don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, but it, it very, it very well could. Um, so Cody Chittum, right? Yeah. Cody Chittum, high level kid. Everybody's heard about him. Um, you know, had some injuries back, healthy training, feeling good. Um, to me, my opinion, he's at a different level, um, than the guys in this weight been wrong before. Um, but we'll see. I expect Cody Chittum this weekend, uh, I'm excited to watch Cody, him. Cody Chittum He's, things. I yeah. expect him to open up. I expect him to to go. There's a tough weight. We got I me. Mean, got Jackson Arrington, right? Jackson Arrington just, I mean, just one. Who's number one, right? I mean, very tough kid. So, I mean, we got Ty Whalen out of New Jersey. We got Caleb Larkin going to Arizona State. Whalen to Princeton. Arrington to NC State. Chittum to Minnesota. Swisher to Penn. Right. Dude, so we sure. got Minnesota, NC State, Princeton, Arizona State, and Penn in our top five ranked guys in this tournament. So plenty of college feel here. We got a guy, Calvin Griffin out of Maine. Okay. We got a Maine kid going to Lehigh. We got Gavin Brown out of Ohio. Gavin Brown's going to Ohio State. Um, I mean, this field, this field's loaded. I mean, Gavin Brown, I don't have I don't have Gavin Brown placing. Wow. As crazy, as crazy as it sounds, um, I don't. Uh, Joel Jezeroga in there, Iowa State champ. Um, my my picks are Chittum, Arrington, Waylon, Swisher, Larkin, Jezeroga, Evans, who was Fargo third, and Manville. I got Manville sliding in there. A kid I a kid that I look out for here, uh freshman at Connecticut kid. Freshman at Blair, Will Hankel, was a Fargo champion. Um, cadet, this kid's really good, goes to Blair. Wouldn't surprise me if he if he got in there and and you know made it made it into something. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump up to heavyweight just because you know and go back down to 52. Um heavyweight. Heavyweight's not very deep, okay? We only got about eight rate, eight, eight rate guys here. Um we got Cruz from Easton. He's going to Penn, right? We got Horn. Go, Horn's the highest rate kid here. He's going to NC State. We got um, – I think he wins it. I got AC Artie, who's 
who's ranked down a little bit. I got AC already jumping levels here and getting runner up. I got Miley, who's a Missouri kid, who's ranked eighth, who's going to Little Rock. I got him getting third. I think Little Rock's getting a, a good one there. I got Cruz out of Easton getting four. He's going to Penn. I got Fury out of North Carolina getting fifth. I got Moore out of Colorado, six. Folker out of Ohio getting seven. And Cook out of Washington getting eight. Now, Riley Euchre, Dublin Kaufman, Ohio kid, was a state qualifier in Ohio. Um, he's got he's had a good offseason so far, competed a lot. Wouldn't shock me if he can pick off a, a guy there and, and get into the placing. Um, now we get to 220, right? Ben Keeter, football. Iowa commit for football um, and wrestling, uh, playing a lot of football right now, does track, baseball, wrestling. Not going to go pulled out. Christian Carroll. I mean, this kid's a specimen, right? This kid's He's a going stud. to, right? Unbelievable. Going to Illinois. We got Jack Dara going to Stanford, going out with, going out there with your boys, right? He's going to go out to Stanford, Paulo Alto. And uh, soak up some sun all the way from Missouri. He was a folk style national champion. This kid, it's interesting with Jack. I think I'd have to ask. It's like these two twenties. It's kind of interesting, right? It's it's hard to hold that weight. I would think Jack's going to build into a heavyweight. Where Christian Carroll seems to think he could be a ninety seven, but you're already weighing two twenty as a junior in high school. I think Christian Carroll builds into a heavyweight. Um, I mean. Kyle did it, right? We saw Kyle do it, um, you know, got up to about 227, stuck within that, you know, distance to 213 for 97 kg. So it'll be interesting to see, right? Because a lot of these guys that are tweeners, they see themselves as 97 kilogram guys, right? So, so how big can you get, right? You got to stick within striking distance at 213. So what, I mean, look at Ty Walls, right? He tried, guys try to get big enough, but what you can maybe max out at 240, in college and then you got to shrink back down so that's hard um we got logan shepherd ohio kid was fargo six going to buck now um corby let me ask you this because i'm sure so there's a lot a lot of penn state fans listen to this podcast yep you're not yep. hearing a lot of penn state commits no, no. what are your yeah. thoughts my thoughts are this so not a lot of commits for penn state right now in this class seniors um any, I don't believe, as this far. Um, I mean, go through the lineup, though. I mean, money's tight, right? I mean, go through the lineup. And if you're a kid out there, where do you fit in, right? I mean, you know, this is going to come out later tonight. Um, you know, go to their upper weight. And I don't want to get in. You know, I, I hate to do this because it kind of sounds like I'm talking against them, which I'm not. They're, they're deep, right? So for kids to try to fit in the weights and then – the money, we only offer 9.9, .9, right? And so it's like, hey, when, when you're a high-level recruit and other schools are dangling 80, 90, 70% in front of you, hey, and they can only maybe come up with 30 or 40 or something, right? It's sometimes, and then, and then you're going to maybe be sitting behind a stud, right, for a year and trying to figure that out. So sometimes, but that's how, that's how these programs are built, right? When Gable was winning in Iowa, right, they did it when, Iowa was winning. They did it. I'm telling you right now, if, if people knew some, what some of them number scholarships percentages, these Iowa guys were on back in the day, they would, they would throw up in their mouth. If you knew what Tony Ramos made his senior, what 
the scholarship Tony Ramos was on his senior year at Iowa, you, you would you 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 would never believe it, right? And today, if you offered a kid that, he'd he'd laugh at you, right? So that's how big that's how good programs are built, right? So um, I think it's scholarship dollars. I think it's offers. I think you know um, there's teams out there need weights, dangling, throwing more money than they can offer, right? And to me, what do you need? What do they need, right? Look for years to come. To me, you need a 33, right? I think, I think, I think Robbie's a career 25. I think they think that. I think um, Robbie's small. Robbie's probably a career 25. Um, Roman's going to be moving on, right? You got, you got Bo and you got Van Ness. You got 41-49 figured out. If Joe Lee moves back up and Facundo goes up and Staraki goes up and Brooks goes up, then that pinches out Beard. But then them all those weights are covered. So now you need a 57, right? So you could go for a 33 or a 57, right? Those are kind of needs that I see for them. Other than that, they're deep for years, right? Yeah. I mean, all those guys, I mean, through there, they've they've got two, three years out of guys left up there. So um, good problems to have. But like you said, so so explaining that to the fans, chill out, pipe down, okay. <laughs> they, 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 they know, they know what they're doing over there. They got it figured out. They know what they're doing. They're going to be years like this. Okay. There's going to be years that, Hey, you go for one or two big fishes, right? And you, you can't offer them what you, you want to, but you think you may still be able to get them. And if you do great, if you don't, then you go pick up your, your guys around, you know, your local guys and your guys that they always fill roster slots with. And they, they can go a, a year without us. They can wait for 33 and 57. If they don't, you know, guys come into campus, if they, you know, they just had, um, I know they're deep in on Stewart. I know bars coming in. They're deep on bar, right? Guys in the upper weights that they have chances at. Right. So, um, you know, if they pick a guy, one or one of those guys up, right. Then it's like, Oh, okay. Great class. Right. And if not, it's it, they don't have to have them either. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we those did weights. like we jumped up to heavyweight and skipped over 52 and 60. When we get to 60, Levi Haynes is an M2 kid. Commit. Is committed to Penn State, um, yep. and that's right in that right in that weight range where you said 57, like, 65, yep. 57. If Joe Lee can hold 57, Facundo goes up. Everybody goes up. Now you slide Levi in. Now you took care of that whole. Now you're just needing a 33, right? Which there's a lot of kids out there. And, you know, what's happening right now, college coaches are starting to realize it, that they can't fill 25. They can't fill it. They recruit these kids that are a little tiny and they and they outgrow it, right? Guys that you for sure are going to be career 25s and they can't even make it after their second year. So 113s now. College coaches never look at them. Oh, 13, barely, you know, oh, they're 13 or too small. Guess what? That's your career 25 now. Okay. Your 13 pounder, he's your career 25. He comes in, he red shirts. The next year he may not start, then he's going to give you three years at 25. He's your career 25 pounder. So they're thinking these 20s and then they're growing, you know, and, and you're not getting that, you're not getting the years out of them. And, and, and look across the country and a lot of these rosters and they're having holes. At, I mean, look at, Penn State, they've kind of rotated guys in at 25, right? It's kind of been, you know, since Nick came, he was supposed to be the guy for five years. Nick would still be there right now. Nick left. Then that hole's been created all the way since then, right? And now it could be filled again by Nick. Well, it's interesting, I was just going to you know? say, like, 
it is a whole nother element too. When you start talking transfer portal and recruiting yeah. and transfer portal and how college programs are being built, that's a whole nother conversation, but it is also where I don't want to say you don't have to recruit. You can almost get a kid from another college young, but you're seeing a well, lot of that happen where guys are just transferring more and more. Well, I think what's going to, I think you're going to see, it'll be telling early on. Um, I think, I think you see Steen stay in red shirt early. I think you see Jacob Campbell, Bucknell grad student transfer. A lot of guys don't even know he's on the Penn State roster, but his name's Jacob Campbell, Bucknell. He's been at 33, started off at 25. He's got some wins back in his career a couple of years ago against NCAA qualifiers. I look for him to cut the 25 and be, be the guy to start the season um, and hold Steen out in red shirt for a little bit. Um, let Steen go get his feet wet, get some, get some matches in. And then, uh, you know, it'll be Nikki pushups time. I think in January, I mean, nothing's been official yet. Um, but you know, a lot of rumors out there. Um, I saw know, Tom Ryan waving the Italian flag. <laughs> yeah. He got a meeting. He got a meeting. Um, you know, he, he woke up one morning, knew they were coming. So he waved his flag out there for everybody, but yeah, I think, I think Bob, I think a little bit, you know, probably a little tougher, tough pill to swallow at Nick's going back there. But, um, you know, I think it was like a last ditch effort to try to, oh, Nick, look, we can go here somewhere else. Right. Um, but I think you see him there. Um, you know, I think it happens. Uh, I think the team's OK with him. I think he visited. He he got along OK with guys. Um you know, I know he I know he had a sit down, sit down meal with a pretty, you know, pretty good, important guy on the team and had a talk. And it seems like everything's good and and they like him. And and it seems like I don't know, we'll see what happens, you know, and I, I anticipate it happening, um, you know, but with, you know, with Nick, man, until until he's in the student directory, we'll just, you know, wait, know. you know, All right, so and I love just- I, I think it's a good idea for them. I think it, it, I, for them, for college wrestling, I'm a fan, right? You're a fan. I'm a fan. So, like, come on. Are you kidding me? Throw him in at 25. Vito, Glory, Spencer, and Soriano. Are you what kidding a, me? Let's go, yeah, right? Spencer, no ACLs. It. No ACLs going for four. If he rips through that field, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you got to give him something more than a Hodge if he does that. Oh, my God. So, anyway... 220, man, going back to the big guys, Christian Carroll, Hammer, going to Illinois, talked about him a little bit. Uh, we got we got a lot of – we got some depth here. We got a kid named Caden Ferris out of Michigan who's a state champion, was a grappler runner-up, a kid that I think could possibly place at this weight class that, um, you know, a lot of guys may not expect to. I could see him breaking through here. I got Carroll winning it. I got Dara second. I got Russo, Shepard, Farrell, Anderson, Garriquez seventh, and Van Bees, Van Beeskirk out of uh, out of California. I think he, I think he gets in there. Um, that's just that's just what I think. I think uh, I think Carroll's too much. I think Christian Carroll's is too much for the field. Ben Keeter did pin him at the at the freestyle duels, and then, um, you know, he avenged that loss at Fargo. Um, I expect I expect him to walk through this field 
Uh, you know, an interesting thing about him is his dad has like four or five brothers and his dad's like the runt of the litter. Wow. And, um, and his dad is like six, four and looks like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> no, he does. And so, and so I'm like, uh, yeah. And Christian's like, ah, I think I want to hold 97. And I'm looking at dad and I'm like, and they tell me he's the run of the litter of the uncles. And I'm like, there's no way dude. you're going to be six, four, 260 pounds. Like, you know what I mean? Look at him. So I, I can't wait to see him put that height on. Yeah. You know, he's only like five eleven now. So wait for him to get up to like six, two, and then he's he'll a be big a for boy. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Him and Feldman in the future. I could see that being some NCAA finals down the road, him and Feldman, there'll be, and they can move, man. They wrestled a match at who's number one. They were, it's so awesome going. to watch all these heavier kids. Now, like you're seeing Gable's the pinnacle of it, where you're seeing the athleticism from the big guys. And I think all mm -hmm. those upper weights are getting more and more. There's more and more athleticism and it's just, it just keeps getting funner to watch. It's unbelievable. I want to see Cassiope this year. Do you see Cassiope? Jacked. He He's shred jacked. like, he shred like 18, 20 pounds of fat and obviously turned, I think there's abs under there. I think he actually has abs. Well, I mean, now. how shredded his shoulders looked, I sure wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh my God. So, so he's going to, that'll be interesting this year to watch him, right? With, you know, cause he's always, he's kind of always been powerful and he can get a little chippy, right? At yeah. times. And now, man, looking like that, come on, this is going to be great. So, 195, man, this weight is absolutely loaded. We've got, I mean, we, this is, I mean, we got a kid going to Ohio State, shoemate. Ryland Rogers going to Michigan. We got Martin Cosgrove going to Penn. We got Max Ramberg out of Wisconsin. He's going to Augustana. We've got uh, Bartosz out of Connecticut going to Bucknell. We got a South Dakota State commit out of Rasmussen. So we got kids all over the map. I I like Shoemate. Uh, he's a Fargo runner-up. Uh, Ryland Rogers was Fargo third. I like Ryland Rogers here. I like Colby Franklin second. Colby Franklin's a kid that has been on campus at Penn State. I believe they're high on, they're looking at as well. So that could be a kid that they could possibly get as a commit as well. Wouldn't shock me. Um, I got Shoemate, Cosgrove, Ramberg, uh, Telshahar, uh, Meisner, and then Bartouche is my last place guy. Um, I think Rasmussen is a guy to look for who could possibly get in there. Oh, actually, you know what? I forgot about that. I take that back. He, he scratched. It's Solers. Gabe Solers, Indiana State champion, one school, one class, Indiana, not easy to win. Um, wow. this kid won it. Yeah. They only have one class in Indiana, similar to Jersey, California, not a lot of hammer States still with one class. Those are three of them. You come out of there winning them States. I mean, Indiana's got some hammers. People don't realize it. Um, now we get down to 182 here. This weight class is Saldano, Brian Saldano, probably the funkiest kid in High school wrestling, going to Rutgers. Um, from New Jersey, right? His name from New Jersey, yeah. High Point, right up the road. 
great family, great kid. Um, interesting because usually the straight, like you see the Ben Darmstep scrambler, long, lengthy. This kid's this kid's put together, and he's one of those scramblers. So I'm interested to see at the next level, 84, how it works, 97, 84 in college, how it works for him. Um, very talented kid. Uh, very good from a chest chest wrap. Guys get it on his legs. He just sits there with the chest wrap, kicks him around. So it'll be interesting to see at the next level. It's like the main thing is not letting guys to your legs because they're so good at finishing. So is he better at the chest wrap than they are finishing? It's going to be interesting to find out. We got Hayden Walters, Oregon kid, was super 32 fifth. Clay Whiting going to Missouri. Wisconsin kid was super 32 third. Ryder Rogowski, Cole, Cole Mulhauser, New York kid going to Princeton. Really smart kid. I like him. Joey Martin, California kid going to Northwestern. So we got a couple smart kids here. We got Mickey Griffin down the way. He He's an Iowa commit recently. Jude Correa, middle school champ, freshman, 182-pound freshman. Jude Correa, What's New that? Hampshire kid. Wow. Yeah, from New Hampshire, big time. Expect him to do some things. I think I got pretty sure I have Correa placing. I do. Another kid, Taylor out of Connecticut, kid registered at 70, bumping up freshman, Nate Taylor, Connecticut kid, 182 pounds, just wrestled Soldano last weekend to a couple-point match, trains with them in the Rutgers room, RTC practice. This kid's a hammer, bumping up from 70, I've got these two freshmen. I've got two freshmen placing it this way. I got Soldano winning it. I got Walder second. I got Mulhauser third. Whiting four. Taylor five. Rogowski six. Martin seven. And Correa eight. So I got two freshmen at 182 placing. Um, these kids are going to be household. Jude Correa, Nate Taylor, down the road, household names out of New Hampshire and Connecticut. I mean, so these kids, yeah, you're going to hear these kids are going to be top one to two ranked kids in their weight class come seniors. They're both going to be top 15 total class commits, maybe top 10 in their class when they come to senior year. High level kids be 84s, 97s. Nate Taylor could even be bigger than that. Um, so, yeah, man, these these young kids, it's amazing. It's I'm I'm at all I'm at all by these young kids. I, was I can't at the wait to watch media. them. Like you're, you're you, I knew exactly that this would happen. Like the the hype you're building some of these kids up to. Like I can't not watch now. Like I knew <laughs> what was gonna happen. Yeah, well, tell the wife I'm sorry. I know she's pregnant, so you know what you do. You just get her whatever food she likes. Listen, right? she's got her Put baby her feet shower up. on Sunday. Oh, so, this is great. So this is great. I think I have to show up at the end or something. But aside from that, like, this oh, is perfect. <laughs> you just got to show up at the end and bring all the gifts home, man. That's right. it. It's going to be a blessed you, weekend. <laughs> you got it. Oh, this is meant to be, man. Right. When I when I hit you up this morning, it was like, ding, ding. The right. light went on, huh? <laughs> now I'm set. All right. 170. Matt Singleton. Georgia going to NC State. This kid came down to NC, NC State, back and forth, ends up at NC State. Kid that's hard to judge because he's a kid that he'll bounce weights, doesn't care. He'll go up and wrestle 
82 tomorrow. He'll wrestle 95. Then he'll be back at 70. So he'll take a loss here and there. So it's kind of weird, but he's yeah. unbelievable. Um, Rocco Welsh, right? Rocco just, I mean, did it, did it at who's number one, right? And uh, he's going to Ohio State. So we got NC State, Ohio State. Um, top, top kids, right? We got Braden Thompson, Fargo, runner-up, Illinois kid. Dream school, Oklahoma State kid just loves it, wants to go there, goes to Lockport, Illinois, used to be trained by Izzy Style, uh, was at Montini, then, you know, Montini kind of got its coaching change now. A lot of those kids are at Aurora Christian. He lives in the southern suburbs down that way, goes to Mokina. I'm sorry, lives around the Mokina area at Lockport now. Um, I believe lives in Lockport now. Uh, Tate Nactaborn, kid that I love, Tate Nactaborn. I'm so high on this kid. Um, unbelievable kid. Good family. Uh, he's just smiles. Loves the Iowa kid. Iowa kid. Yeah. Yep. You know, he's he's a good kid. Good fan. Rune Lawrence. Thane Lawrence's brother, Rune. This kid was a state champ last year as a freshman in, in PA. Okay. And this kid's unbelievable. Cody Merrill, Fargo runner-up. Luke Churchio, Fargo cadet champion who's ranked 20, right? He's about 10 down on the list, okay? And he was a Fargo champion. Um, Aiden Sinclair, kid that I think could place that I don't have place in rank 25, Wisconsin kid, Fargo third. Um, Harvey Luddington, New Jersey kid, hammer, not ranked, youngster who could could turn some heads this weekend. Um, Rocco Welch got him winning it. I got – Thompson second. I got Singleton third. I got Nactaborn four. Lawrence five. Gar's out of California six. I got Merrill out of California. A seven. little birdie and, told me Merrill could do some damage this weekend. Yeah, no, I'm Cody Merrill is really good. He was a Fargo runner up. I think I know who that birdie might be. <laughs> um, I was texting that birdie yesterday, actually trying to figure. I'm trying to. I would. I really, really, and I talked to Willie about it. I really want to make a trip. I want to go November 11. I want to fly out. I want to go hit up. Uh, I want to try to get up with Cormier. I want to hit up. Um, yeah. When we land that day, I'd like to go hit up Gilroy. That Friday, I'd like to hit the golf outing. Saturday, I'm trying I'd to like get out to, there for the golf outing. Saturday, I want to hit the duel. And then yeah. Sunday, relax. Monday could make a trip to Poly. Bakersfield yeah. doesn't work because they go to Michigan. But then could then just fly home on Monday. Um, so I'm, I've looked at it. Um, I priced it. Doesn't look bad. I threw it at Willie. Um, you know, he can never make a plan. I know why Willie doesn't make a plan now, just like this weekend, because he can't stick to him. So it's like you make a plan to leave on Friday, and then he flies out a day early. So now I figured out why Willie doesn't like to make a plan. I'm a planner. So, like, yeah. I mean, I'm booked for everything. I'm booked for Texas, right, for February 12th. I am for, booked for NCAAs and the Open. Me too. But that, okay. those are both easy for me. I love, I'm so glad the U.S. Open is back in Vegas. Aria, I've yep. already got it booked. Um, okay. Detroit for NCAAs for the first time in a while. Th this is probably the easiest NCAA trip I can make since New York City because that was a 45 minute flight. This is a 45 minute flight. MGM Grand, all set. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for both. But I am. Tony Rotundo, shout out Tony, best photographer in the game. I saw he booked his stuff. I said, you know what? Let me book it. So I got NCAAs. I got flight and hotel booked. Um, 
Becca, my wife, wants to come with me for the Open. So I haven't booked flights yet. We'll see what happens, how she's feeling after giving birth end of January. But, yeah, I'm a planner, too. Yeah, me, too. I mean, uh, I've got the only trip for the year that I haven't done is I just re- the other day I'm going to go to the Penn State, Iowa duel January 28th yeah, in Iowa. Got to book that flight. Other than that, everything else for the year is pretty much booked up. Um, ready to go, ready for nationals, going to skip conference weekend. Last year showed that I always go. Yeah, You miss too much. You miss too much. There's too much going on. Last year with COVID, you couldn't go. So stayed home. We went to Willie's. We were in the basement. We had multiple TVs going. We had formats, big 10 formats, big 12 math yeah. going. We didn't miss anything. It's just so much better. And I think the coverage and things we did, I like it better that way. I think I'm just going to skip that. It, it, it's same because I was at I was at Big Ten's at Rutgers, Rutgers two years ago, and that that was a great event, great atmosphere. I loved being there, but you do miss so much of things that are going on. And if you are creating content or even just consuming it, like I I 100 always prefer. Not always, because there's exceptions. But I love, um, unless it's a one-on, like Penn State, Ohio State at Rec Hall was one of the, my favorite sporting events to ever be at. Something like that where nothing else is going on and all you're doing is watch that anyways, I want to go to that every time. But when there's multiple masks and, and you're creating content and trying to keep up, these bigger tournaments, man, aside from... You know, and when Willie was on the show last month, he had a good point where for him and with recruiting and everything else, you definitely want to talk to people. You definitely and for like for NCAAs, that's why I'll miss a little bit of the action to to talk to people. NCAAs is a no brainer. Opens a no brainer. Some of these tournaments and some of these duels are just an absolute no brainer. Conference weekend is kind of like in the middle. It, it really is. is. And I and I for six years in a row i so seven years ago was home six years in a row yeah i did conference weekend then last year took that break and then realized wow i like it so much better when i could watch everything and then and now too like you know trying to run who's in who's out you know keep it updated currently i think last year when we did that it was cool we enjoyed it i think people enjoyed it i think we want to do that again so i think That'll be something that we'll for sure stick with. Now, are you going November 20? I don't know yet. Cornell? I, I don't know yet. I, I it's a like Saturday. To. Um, there's also Brandon Slay was just on here last week. Yep. And PRTC is having a, like a, a night of celebration. They've like never had an event. So they're finally having one. And I think it's going to be a big one. I think it's going to be fun. So I may try to get down to that. So I'm unsure, but I, I'd is like that, to get to one of them. Is that the date on that for November 20th? Yeah. Cause that's the, that's Stanford coming into Cornell. Yeah. On their opening night. So I'm for sure going to go to that. Um, it'll be a great duel. Right. Um, so, all right, well, let's get back in it. Last couple weight classes here. Let's run them down. Um, we talked about it. We talked about Levi. Right, yeah. Penn State commit, Levi Haynes, cadet trials champ, Fargo runner-up, 
we had Aiden Riggins pull out. We had Tyler Lillard pull out. We had number 17, Kodiak Candy pull out. Um, guys doing visits and things. Um, we got ND State commit on here. We got a pit commit, Grant McKay, recently. We got a rider commit, Hunter Mays. Don Baker's a Campbell commit. So we got commits all over the place. Um, a kid that I like that I don't have place in is Gunnar Flipowitz. He's Georgia kid. He was a going, he's going to go to Army, Army WCAP, I believe is what he's going to do to start. Um, I believe, I don't know. I don't think WCAP, I think he's going to probably go, not WCAP, I didn't mean that. He's going to go to Army, but it's like the preps, right? They Army has like the prep school before you go one year in the Army. Sometimes they do that. I think that's what he's going to do. Um, Kessler out of PA is going to Pitt as well. And so you have the 13th and 15th ranked kid at the weight going to Pitt. Um, very interesting. Hunter Mays. Uh, going to Ryder, tough kid, was a state champion. Nick Nick Faye's uh, New York kid was NHSEA runner-up. I like him. He could do some damage this weekend as well. I got Haynes. I got Jonathan Lay, McKay, Johnson, Kessler, DeSante, Mays, and Gaten. California kid, Gaten, I like him. Um, now that takes down to our last weight. Um where the top kid, this is a odd one, the top kid in the weight, Mitchell Messenbrink, committed to Cal Baptist from Wisconsin. To Cal Baptist, not just typical, not what you see. A lot of Wisconsin kids going to Cal Baptist, but Mitchell Messenbrink to Cal Baptist. We got Eric Gibson going to Cornell. Um, Nico Ruiz, California kid, who I really like. We got Michael Killick, Georgia kid, going to Arizona State. We got Finn Nadu, Finn Nadu out of Montana kid I like. I'm high on him. He's going to Binghamton. Okay. Binghamton got this kid named Finn wow. Nadu. Yeah. So keep an eye on him, you New York people. He's ranked number 19. He was NHSCA runner up. He's got family in the New York area, some relatives around that area, I guess. So they're in the area once in a while, like the area, checked it out. So they ended up getting Finn Nadu. Good for them. Good pickup. Thor Michelson, kid out of Washington, who was cadet trial seventh, a kid I think could possibly place in this weight that I don't have. Daniel Cardenas, who they who who just flipped from Cornell to Stanford. Yep. Rob, they just flipped him. Number two kid in the country, Colorado, recently flipped. He he withdrew. He was going to be a top kid in the weight. He's not coming now after his flip. I don't Speaking know. Speaking of Cornell, did you mention Eric Gibson? He's here, right? I did. I mentioned Eric Gibson. He is definitely here. He's Fargo yep. six. He's returning seventh. Zach Ryder, New York kid, who you guys are probably very familiar yep. with. Um, so my guys at this weight, I got placed in is I got Ruiz one. I got Ryder two, Messenbrink three, Sealy, North Carolina four, Keelick five. I got Gibson six. I got Finn Nadu seven. And I got Trazinski out of, out of New Jersey, who was a state champ, who's actually going to Penn. He is ranked number 21. I got him placing as well. Pen, huh? How many pens did we hear through this? A thing? lot. A right? lot. Yeah. Right. It's when you're not given scholarships, right? To rep, and you're just, hey, guys are committing, you know, or guys can get in and then they come. I mean, they're just flooding in with kids. These kids can get in, right? Or they, they, now they're saying, I have committed to the acceptance process at, so and so, right? Because because yep. you you technically can't commit to an Ivy League 
until they accept you your grades. And that's not going to happen until like in your senior year. So when these kids are committing at commitment time, when everybody else is saying I commit, a lot of the guys now are saying I I'm committing to the acceptance process that's to what, the university. I remember seeing that back like last month when Jude Swisher posted a graphic where the graphic said committed, but then in the Instagram caption, you know, it said after thought and prayer, I've decided to commit to the admission process of the university. Of yes, Penn. correct. Yeah. The admission process. So, so what happens because since it's the institution, right? Like it's adult, you don't want to come out and say, Hey, I'm going here. I'm going committed to school admissions office. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You ain't in yet. You know what I mean? And then, and then as a school like Northwestern, right? They lost out on Michael Beard, uh, Ryan Caroli and, uh, and Cassiope, right? All those guys didn't go there. It wasn't because they didn't like Northwestern. They couldn't get in. They didn't get in. They ended up committing and then they didn't get in school. This just happened to PJ Casal at, at Lehigh, right? He, he was going to go to Lehigh. And then now he's a senior, they get your grades and they weren't good enough. He couldn't get in. Right. So it's not like he didn't like Lehigh. He just sometimes, you know, those are higher level, you know, you, you slip up and get a B that you didn't think you were going to get, man. And now, Hey, they don't, you know, you can't get in. So I'm um, talking to Chenzo about that because Stanford, you know, that's not the easiest school when you're recruiting kids, this isn't, you know, and I know Rob had a little work around at Cornell, um, Stanford. It's, it's tough. No workaround. Right. Stanford's not going to get no, no workaround. So, yeah. and uh, you know, generally speaking, right. I mean, I would say 85% of wrestlers are B to C students. You know what I mean? Like the, so and it's, you know, that's just the way it is. And yeah, you do have your smart kids, but then if you, you now you're getting better as, as Cornell's great. Stanford's growing. You got Princeton. You've got when these Penn, these better schools that are offering great educations are getting better at the sport. Now there's more places for those kids to go. And the pool is already shrunk to the kids that you can actually get in. Right. So yeah. did you see Morgan State today? No. Morgan State. Morgan State. Oh, oh, I did. Wrestling. I did. Women's Dude. and men's. Novogratz and people, whatever, got together. They did something. Yep. yep. Starting That's a program awesome. at a, you know, at a black college, they're going to get their, they're reinstating the program after like 30 or 40 years. Um, great thing. So yeah, they're going to probably go into the SOCON. And I think it's um, the first HBCU, which if people are seeing that, what that means is historically black college black. or university, I believe yes. is what the acronym means. That's what it, it's yes. the first HSB, HBCU at the D1 level, which is amazing. Yes. This is amazing. So that's awesome. Um, you know, I mean, real quick, we could talk, um, you know, Daryl Thomas, Obi Blanc, um, BJ Futrell, um, uh, Carr, Lockhaven, Nate Carr. Uh, I don't want to forget any. Who else? Jamil. Um, you know, I'm just off the top of my head, right, guys? I'm trying to. Maybe Nate Jackson's interested. Um, you know, just just guys that I'm Nate's thinking of. That, of that could take Nate is one of the first people that I thought of. I know he's got a great training um, regimen going on right now with Reese, and and Nate is firing all cylinders. But man, this would be a huge opportunity for him. He seems yeah. like 
you know, he's got a couple of kids. He seems like he's got those leadership qualities. He's he's one of the first guys I thought about. Yeah, I thought um, a lot. of. I mean, right away, I think the first one that popped in my head was Daryl Thomas. Then yeah. then right away, then it, then my next one was Obi. I went from Daryl to Obi, I think, to uh, then I believe I thought of Carr. BJ. Yeah. Then I thought of Jamil and Nate was last. I think just because the college, the coaching experience, I think I was trickling my way down. Yeah, it makes through sense. Spirit, right. And so, but those are the guys that I initially thought of. Um, you know, that could I think could do a good job there. Um, and you know, and guys in the you know already coaching with experience. I think that's very interesting. Now it's going to be a gold mine. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. ACT scores to get in are like 16 to 20 SAT, like five, five fifty to 800. Wow. GP GPA, like 2.5. And, and it costs like $24,000 tuition room and everything. That's so funny. it's going to be very cheap. You'd be able to get anybody in. Well, and they're and offering 9.9 scholarships, like with the, yeah. With the 2.7 million included in that, is they'll be able be to get 9.9 9 scholarships. Yep. It's going to be a gold mine. You'll be able to get a high level kid, a lot of high level kids in. It's it's not far from down. It's it's in the northern, kind of not far from downtown Baltimore, maybe six eight miles. Um. So yeah, it's. I mean, it, it, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do well. It's interesting. It's great. Keep adding. We want to keep adding programs. Add add add. Right. Women's too. I mean, did you see Wartburg this week in Iowa yeah. added women's nor you know I had Iowa, a feeling you know, as soon as Iowa made that announcement there was gonna be a snowball effect. Because you, you know, know a lot of people know, are sitting waiting for like the big, big names to, to make the announcements like that. And that's all they need, that little push, and, and you're seeing a lot of it now. You know, you know what makes me mad? You know, you know who still hasn't sanctioned high school girls wrestling? Iowa. The state of Iowa. It's not are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm, you know, I've been spent a lot of time in that state lately. I'll be there next week for six days. I, you know, I, I, geez, it just seems like every month I'm in Iowa for a week, which, <laughs> hey, I, I love Iowa, man. It's great. I, I do. I like, yeah, I like the people. They're nice people. It's different country. It just reminds me of old school growing up in like the 80s. Everybody's friendly. Kids are holding doors for you. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's just, it's just the old school. It's great. I love it. So anyway, um, I'm going to be out there for a week next week. And I mean, it's, it's different, right? It's, it's just a, it's a different place. You know what I mean? And I think, I think for our sport in general, um, you know, we need to, we need to keep adding, you know, and we need yeah. to add women's, we need to add men's programs, D2, D3, you know, the more we add, we, we run up against this, you know, title nine issue. And it's like, Hey, we get dropped because, Hey, we got to drop men's wrestling because it's not equal. Well, hey, we girls are going to, I mean, it's growing in the high school and a youth level. And they're going to save it. They're safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to save a lot of men's wrestling programs because, hey, we got 30 guys right here and 30 girls right here, 30 women, 30 men. Um, It's great. I've been so excited. I've been commentating these events, these women. These girls' cards, they just let it all hang out. They do not have it in their DNA to 
wrestle to lose or to not lose. Like, you know, guys will go out there and try to, they don't know what that's like. They let it all on the line every time. They don't care. They're like, oh, it's only seven pound difference. Let's wrestle. You imagine, oh my God, the guy, oh, he was over me. He was three pounds. Oh my God. The girls are just like, let's wrestle. Nobody says the word. You know what I mean? It's like, who are the, who are the real babies here? I'm you know shocked what I mean? that Iowa hasn't sanctioned it yet. I'm shocked. It's, it, it, I am too. And, and I, I think maybe they've gone around about it the wrong way. I think you need to go at it from like a, a business sense. Like what, how much does it cost to run a program at, a, a 1A school, how much at a 2A, 3A travel and get down to what's it going to, because that's what they're going to want to know. And you can say, hey, let's start it. Let's do this. Let's do that. But if, if you can't take those raw numbers to the school board or to people to show them what this is going to cost, because that's what it's all going to mean, right? And I don't know. I think, too, they can't get together. A lot of egos in the state, right? Everybody wants to be, well, I did it. No, no, I did it. You know what I'm saying? Sense. It's like, no, how about a bunch of I did it's get in a room and say we did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why don't we do something for the sport? Do something for the girls. It doesn't matter who does it. You know what I mean? Get it done. That way the girls can get better. They're sanctioned. It'll be awesome. But everybody wants to be I did it guy. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that is how the, a lot of egos in every state, in every wrestling, not just Iowa, yeah, every state, no, every sure. wrestling, every organization. And it holds us back, right? We're kind of Neanderthals sometimes with our thought processes and in the sport. And, and it does hold us back, no doubt about it. Um, and, you know, as we embrace the girls more and more, and there, I know college coaches out there five years ago that I spoke to that, they, they didn't want to talk about it. They yeah. You'd bring up girls, right? They'd walk away. Now wow. they're on board. Now they're on board. Now they're watching. Now they're, you know, and you always had the ones that, that, that liked it, but you had a lot that didn't. And more are coming on board, right? More and more. And I think out in Iowa as well, I think those guys, getting them women there, getting Alley, getting Forrest, getting, getting, um, uh, Kayla, getting those people out there, I think open Tom's eyes and tear, you know, Hey, look at these girls. Look at, look at what they do, man. They train just as hard. They do everything. They film. They, you know what I mean? I think sometimes when you see it up close that it, you know, it opens up your eyes sometimes. And I think everybody that comes across these girls, it opens up their eyes to it that, Hey man, they're, they're here just like us. Right. And, and they're, they're grinding they're, they're out here training and, and they deserve opportunities as well. So um, it's great. I love where we're going. Um, I've taken enough of your time today. I think we're going an hour and a half now. I know I just seen you give the wife a wave. So she's probably ready to say hi to you. So let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, Super I, 32. Check it out this weekend. Flow. Eight, eight o'clock, both days, I believe. 8 a.m. start time. Yep. 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 8 a.m. I'll be messaging you the whole time now where you were right, where you were wrong. Everything would be right more than wrong. But all right, Corby, thank you as always. I enjoyed this yep. episode of Corby Mania today. We'll have to do it again soon. All right, buddy. Enjoy. Awesome, man. See ya. And the beat goes on.